Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, Alicia Malone with Scott Movie Mance and the Schmoes Know, this is Profile. In-depth spotlights on the greatest filmmakers and artists in motion picture history. Hello, Profilers. Welcome to episode 25 of Profiles, the biggest, the best, the most exciting, the most fun movie show in the universe (laughs) with the coolest, the best, the most awesome, the hottest hosts and producers ever. I mean ever. Damn (laughs) right, Alicia Malone. Why is this a special milestone episode of Profiles? Because we're talking about Will Smith, and who better to talk about Will Smith than Will Will Smith Smith himself? We sat down. We're not getting a phoner. He's not calling in. We sat down Mm. with Will Smith, who was without question next to Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks, Julia Roberts, one of the biggest movie stars on the face of the earth. And everybody at this press day for his movie Focus, which opens on February 27th, co-stars Margot Robbie. Everyone else got the two of them interviewed together. Yeah. We got him alone, Malone. Alone and just for profiles, which was really exciting because we got to talk to him about his whole career as well as his latest film in four minutes minutes i think we did well i, I think, think we, we got did some good. good stuff it was a good interview it was quick yes. but again it was special the studio his he personal rep made it happen mm-hmm. and it was worth driving way the hell out to westlake <laughs> village at the four seasons that's power that is power will smith lives far away from the center of la so they had the junket out near where he lives and that is power that is power and he has some power he is still one of the most bankable stars in hollywood one of the biggest stars in hollywood he's an actor he's a producer he's He's a rapper. He's been nominated for Oscars. He's won Grammys. And he is the king of July 4. Six high-grossing July 4 movies since 1996. That's crazy. Big Willie. Big Willie weekend. It's July 4th weekend. He's the only actor to have eight consecutive films gross more than $100 million domestically. All of his films together gross $6.6 billion worldwide. Crazy. You know, he is a movie star in every sense of the word. His name can carry a film, he can carry a movie, and as we'll see when we're doing our Fast Five, he did carry a movie, almost all of it. Mm-hmm. He's so charismatic, it's so charming, he has so much energy, it's infectious. Yeah, he's so likable. That's what I found when, because it was the first time I got to meet him, got to interview him, was when we sat down with him, and you feel it ease straight away, because you feel like you know him. Yeah, he made it so, so easy. familiar. Thank God we interviewed him and not Tommy Lee Jones. Like, this wasn't the Men in Black junket. Yes. That would have been awful. (laughs) That would have been really, really hard. But Will Smith has had a great life, a wonderful life. A wonderful life indeed. Let's hear it. Willard Christopher Smith Jr. was born on September 25th, 1968 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. His father, Willard Sr., was a refrigeration engineer and his mother, Caroline, worked for the school board of Philadelphia. His first claim to fame was as a musician, and together with his friend Jeffrey Towns, they formed the hip-hop duo DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. They had their first hit with Parents Just Don't Understand, and in 1988, they won the very first Grammy Award in the rap category. Two years later, Smith broke into television with The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Loosely based on his own life, the hit series ran for six seasons. During that time, Smith made his feature film debut with 1993's Six Degrees of Separation. But it was the one-two-three punch of Bad Boys, Independence Day, and Men in Black that really turned Big Willie into one of the biggest stars on the planet. Will Smith has been nominated for two Academy Awards, four Golden Globes, and has won four Grammys. Smith has three children, two of them with wife Jada Pinkett Smith, whom he has been married to since 1997. He made his feature film debut in Made in America, the movie with Ted Danson and Whoopi Goldberg. But Six Degrees of Separation is the movie where people really went, whoa, this guy can act. He could do drama and he could do comedy. And what a role he was on throughout the 90s. Yeah, and from there, he kept on going. Well, what was your first blood? What was your first Will Smith movie? And, And... 
How did you see it? Well, my first blood was the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Right. Should I do a little bit? Go for it. Let's hear it. <laughs> In West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground was where I spent most of my days, chilling out, relaxing, maxing all cool, and shooting some people outside of school, when a couple of guys that were up to no good started making trouble in the neighborhood. I got in one little fight. My mom got scared. He said, you move into your auntie and Uncle Lamela. You get the point. Oh, uh, we get the point. Yay! Excellent job. Time to play the Malone and Mance drinking game every time we high five. You have yeah. to take a shot. Which is a lot. Excellent. So that was my first blood. I remember watching that TV show in Canberra and trying to learn the lyrics to that theme song. <laughs> but I just thought he was so cool. And then the first time I saw him on film was Independence Day. Okay, and, and you saw that in a theater or I in a cinema? I saw that in a theater. Oh, great. Yeah, in a cinema, as in I say. <laughs> and I remember, of course, the big special effects, but I also remember him standing out as just being really charismatic and really funny. What about you? Well, that was that was uh, an ensemble you are film. from Philadelphia. I was born and raised in Philadelphia. In <laughs> yeah. fact, Will Smith and I are exactly two months <laughs> apart in age. What is it? September 25th, 1968? Yeah. November 21st, 1968. And I watched Fresh Prince of Bel-Air out of loyalty to the Philly crowd. <laughs> but I actually, I guess the first time I saw Will Smith was in the music video for Parents Just Don't Understand. I have never seen that. It is really funny. And, you know, his his music with the Fresh Prince of Bella, with the DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, yep. it was real sort of clean. It wasn't heavy. It wasn't like gangster rap. It was easygoing. It was fun. It was catchy. But the first movie I really saw him in uh, was Bad Boys. Oh, yeah. Which uh, was a, a, an early Michael Bay movie, an early good Michael Bay movie. Michael Bay's early movies His earlier better work really good. but he had great chemistry with martin lawrence <laughs> yeah. and it was a fun movie and again it was right after that independence day men in black and he was on a freaking roll well Will speaking Smith. of let's get into our fast five coming Number at five, five is welcome to earth oh, oh yeah independence day. day released of course on july 3rd 1996 directed by roland emmerich this movie cost 80 million dollars to make it made 817 <laughs> million dollars worldwide it was oh, the yeah. highest grossing movie of 1996 and the movie that set that raised the bar for the summer temple and raised the bar for super bowl commercials yeah that was something i discovered when i was doing my research was that they paid Fox paid 1.3 million dollars to have the trailer for Independence Day playing during the Super Bowl commercial breaks right. and this was the first time they'd ever done that it was a huge success so now it started the trend and now of course we see the the big blockbuster trailers at every Super Bowl it set the trend but you know what i remember about that about that trailer during the Super Bowl was seeing the White House blow up <laughs> sold that movie. That seeing the White House blow up was such a big deal, and that model was actually built one twelfth to scale. They built this huge model just so they could blow it up. And the and, interiors were actually used for Mars attacks. Oh, really? Later go. on, the interiors of the White House in the movie, and the special effects still hold up. I watched this again the other night, and it's so much fun. I think a lot of the fun has to do with Will Smith. I he agree. has the charm and the swagger. Maud was laughing at me. My roommate because I was trying to do his walk that he does like at the end with Jeff Goldblum and I got up and then I fell on the ground so oh. it wasn't as cool but his scenes with Jeff Goldblum the way they play off each other is so funny and so many great quotable lines like that welcome to America oh that's what I call a close encounter yeah okay. that's great that's really <laughs> but, great but, you know he really stood out in this ensemble movie and I feel like even though it wasn't ensemble this was the movie that made him a true movie star was nominated for two Academy Awards. It won one for Best Visual Effects. Well-earned. It was shot. And here's the interesting thing. I mean, this is a big special effects sci-fi flick. It was mm. shot in 72 days. Whoa. And the script was written in four weeks, which that to me is not surprising. Yeah. <laughs> that but the script was written that fast. I think it was one of the, the best of those that had the whole run in the 90s of the disaster movies yeah. and the disaster sci-fi movies. I think this was one of the best of them and probably one of the best or the best Roland Emmerich movie. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I like Stargate, but this was definitely heads and tails above Stargate. It's it's a ripoff of V meets Star Wars, oh, but it's yeah. so fun. It's such a fun movie and our profilers loved it too. We're going to start with one of our favorite 
profilers, that would be the one, the only, Rachel Cushing. Yay. Hopefully she's watching live right now. Rachel Cushing says, Independence Day is one of those rare movies that transcends the blockbuster genre. Not only does it still hold up to this day, it is far superior to many popcorn films released in the last decade, though I do believe that the movie works because of the entire ensemble cast, with my personal favorite being Jeff Goldblum. There is no denying that Will Smith burst onto the big screen as Captain Steve Hiller, and he's never looked back. He brought the swagger and the sunglasses needed for the role, but also <laughs> depth not seen in action films. Both the silver screen and the audience all over the world love him, and it's hard not to see why. He's just so damn charming. Hi to everyone who's watching live on YouTube. Uh, Joshua Price says, Goldblum and Smith flying a spaceship. Enough said. Enough said. I completely agree. And Jason Smith also loves Independence Day. Will Smith's performance as Captain Steve Hiller in Independence Day was full of raw action and talent. I remember when it came out on Test Movie Mats, this one, on this one, July 3rd, <laughs> July 3rd 1996. 1996. Right around the time of the Olympics in Atlanta, Georgia, we sometimes make jokes about America and the spirit we have, especially toward pro-American movies. Yet it was Will Smith's performance on ID4, which launched him to superstar status and began to earn him the nickname Mr. Mr. July. July. Yeah, this kicked off his run of July 4 movies. And that's interesting because in Australia, we obviously don't celebrate the American Independence Day <laughs> on July 4. So I think it just came out on the same day, but it was just nothing special. It was just a July weekend. But it were so many fun Will Smith movies, so many entertaining movies. Mm -hmm. And just watching him alone, again, as we'll see, was, was enough. But what was your favorite Will Smith scene from a Will Smith movie? Was your right stuff for Will Smith? My right stuff, I am choosing from The Pursuit of Happiness, which Ooh. is my favorite Will Smith movie, right at the end when he gets the job. Oh, yeah. Because that moment kills me every time. It's so inspirational. So moving. We'll talk more about the movie later on, but the way that he plays the scene where he's trying to hold it in, but he's so happy, and he does this great thing with his mouth where he's kind of like chewing, but trying to... Trying to hold the, back the tears. The tears. And it's so heartbreaking when you see someone who's tried to be so stoic and so strong throughout the whole movie. It's a great feel-good movie. But it, yeah, that's a feel-good moment because he finally wins the underdog. What after about yours? After all that, after everything he went through to finally get what he was long overdue to deserve. Yeah. My favorite moment is from I Am Legend. Now, having said that, can you guess what my right stuff is? The dog. The dog, Sam. Sam oh dies. Gosh. I had to fast forward through this when I rewatched it the other night because it's too hard. It is to so watch. hard to watch that scene. And we'll talk more about I Am Legend soon, but that scene alone was it's so funny. sad. It was so powerful. And what's interesting is as he's euthanizing Sam because he's turning into a mutant, you, the camera stays on Will Smith's face the entire time. You don't see him strangle Sam. You just you see, see the effect of it. The effect on him. Because yeah. Sam was all he had left. And yeah, it's it like was the heartbreaking. last remnant from his family. Yep, yep. But it's a great movie. We'll talk a lot about that. Well. Uh, but, uh, but first, we're going to get to some trivia, mm -hmm. some details, some last details. Yes. So why don't you hit me up, my friend? Okay, I had to hastily get some new ones because you already <laughs> hit mine. <laughs> but did you know that President Obama has stated he'd like to play, he'd like to have Smith play him if there ever were a film about President Obama? Let's get that going, profilers. I'd like to see that. I would love to see Will Smith play Obama. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think we got to make that happen. Let's make Let's start happen. the grassroots campaign right now. Go yeah. to our Facebook page, Profiles with Malone and Mance. Make sure you tweet out Profiles SK, Alicia Malone, Movie Mance, and spread the word that you want Will Smith to play the president. <laughs> Let's start yeah. that right now. Alicia, did you know, and I know you did because this is this is not this this is well known trivia that Will Smith turned down the chance to play Neo in The Matrix. Yep, and he turned it down for Wild Wild West. Which he still says is one of his biggest regrets. Uh, can you blame him for saying that? I know. Can you imagine him as an EO? I, yes, I can, actually. It would be a different film, but I can imagine that, too. He would have been awesome. But you know what? You can't win them all. Yeah. I mean, The Matrix still turned out to be pretty great. So did yeah, Will Smith's great. career. That's but, great. But uh, what else you got for me? Well, did you know that when he was on Fresh Prince, he decided he wanted to get into movies? So him and his manager sat down and studied a list of the top 10 highest grossing films ever uh -huh. to see if they could deduce some kind of pattern that was happening. And they decided that special effects always work action works 
creatures and a love story. So that is the formula that he followed after that. And it obviously worked. How's it working out for him? Pretty damn good, right? Well, did you know that Mr. Smith was originally offered the role of Mr. Smith in Mr. and Mrs. Smith? Would it have been with Angelina? Well, that's the question. If it was with Angelina, things might have turned out very different for, for a everyone. bunch of people, right? Yeah, but I love that movie. Uh, that's a great movie. Smith. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. What else you got? You got anything else? Nah. I got one more for you. His production company, Overbrook Entertainment, is named after the high school he went to in Philadelphia. Yo! <laughs> Philly, baby! Yo! Go Eagles! Represent! Represent Philly. And right now, we are going to represent some business here. We have to take care of business. Do it, we usually do this later in the show, but we're coming at to you now because we need your help profilers we love and we appreciate your support we love getting tweets we love getting the reactions on our facebook page Mm. profiles with malona nance but we need to get more views on youtube and we need to get more listens on itunes the only way we can do that the only way that profiles will grow and we do want it to grow and we want to keep doing this for you because we love doing it too is if you spread the word about profiles don't think someone else is going to do it for for you, if you really love profiles and you are a profiler like we are, please spread the word. Share our our YouTube links with yeah. all of your friends on Facebook. Tweet them out. Ask your friends to share it too. We really need to start a campaign to, so profiles can basically go viral. Yeah, because that's the thing we always talk about. It is just us two and JTA in the booth. It really we is. Do everything. And, and we do it just for fun. We do it because we love it. It's we know no you love money it too. Involved. There's no nothing. It's just, it's fun. And it's a lot of work. You know, we do a it. lot of research. I mean, we're not complaining. Getting to watch no, these movies again. It's not exactly it's hard. It's not hard. <laughs> not hard. And, you know, but... coming up with like good things that, that we talk to each other about. Yeah, you know, we fun. love doing this every week. But again, we just really need you to spread the word about profiles That'd because be we want to grow and we need your help. Moving on. Moving on. To Fast Five coming in at number four. You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. And we make this look good, yo. Men in Black (laughs) released. Don't say that again. (laughs) July 2nd, yo, 1997. Directed by. It doesn't suit me, does it? No, it's like when I try and say g'day. (laughs) No, right? Yeah, it doesn't work. Okay, you got a deal. Directed by Barry Sonnenfeld. Cost $90 million to make. Box office $590 million worldwide. Nominated for three Academy Awards. Won one for Best Makeup, Rick Baker. Yeah, great special effects. Great special effects. I mean, I think that's why it's still holds up is because a lot of it is makeup and practical effects rather than special effects and CGI. I had fun watching this again the other time. It's another, it was another big hit for Will Smith, cementing his movie star status. And I think the reason why it works so well is because you've got the charming, funny Will Smith with the very dry and very deadpan Tommy Lee Jones, which absolutely worked. They're two chemistries together in the this movie. chemistry is great. Opposing chemistries, the odd couple, and that's why it's so great. And it's also kind of an origin story for well, Will it, Smith's it, character. It's an origin story. You know, fun. You're seeing the entire world through his eyes. I mean, he is the audience. Yeah. But it's a sci-fi comedy. It's a great buddy pick. It's a spy, it's spy, a spy movie, movie as well, yeah. And they make sunglasses look good. <laughs> and interestingly, that Will Smith almost turned this role down, but it was Jada Pinkett, not yet Jada Pinkett Smith, who convinced him to do it. Oh, wow. So way to go, Jada. Because then it made a lot of money at the box office and it spawned two sequels. One, okay. Not, not that great. One, the other one was okay. All right. But this was Will Smith's time. And a lot of people on YouTube right now are commenting about you know the fact that it's been a little while since we've had a great movie from Will Smith but we're talking more about Focus later on and I think that'll surprise some people yes Focus is a different film as as Will Smith himself will attest to mm-hmm. we'll get to that we'll get to that because we actually did sit down and talk with the man so himself exciting. on camera so excited but Men in Black I think it's such an unusual film to succeed because when you look at it on paper it seems like it wouldn't work well it was on paper because it was a comic book yeah exactly created by Lowell Cunningham and the tone of the comic book was much <laughs> much darker so when they were developing the movie like the first draft of the script was dark but Barry Sonnenfeld who was directed the movie said we need to lighten this up and of course Steven Spielberg produced the film and when Steven Spielberg called Will Smith about doing Men in Black Smith 
did not believe that it was Spielberg <laughs> on the phone. Not what you like. Okay, you pick up the phone. Hello, you know your cute yeah. Aussie accent. Hello, uh, yeah, Alicia, it's Steven Spielberg. You wouldn't believe it. Well, I doubt Steven Spielberg would call me. You never but say never. <laughs> even if I was someone like Will Smith, I think I would be like, "You are pulling my leg." Did you know who was originally cast to play Agent K and no. turned it down? Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Clint really? Eastwood. Can you imagine Clint Eastwood? I totally can. That would have been cool. Go ahead. Make my day. Come on. He would have been awesome. And re-watching this movie, I saw Tommy Lee Jones smile. You did see a smile? He did smiled you freeze a few it? times. I was like, wow, there it is. Did you take a picture of it? I just, just took a mental proof? picture. And, and as Agent J, originally cast, also turned it down, David Schwimmer, which I can't imagine. But again, this was 1997. Friends. And Friends was on fire. But I love Tommy Lee in this role. Yeah. And it came after The Fugitive. When and this he was, was before kind of we interviewed star. him. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's nice. He's just grumpy. Grumpy old man. All right. Well, Peter Gremlich, a profiler, says, Man in Black is my favorite Will Smith movie because it never gets old. Every time I watch it, I laugh a lot. Most movies get old after a while, but not this one. It's so clever, and you can tell they had fun making it. I Definitely. agree. Yep. Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones have great chemistry. They are one of the best buddy cop duos of all time. Men in Black is classic, and the two sequels, unfortunately, are not as good as the first. Yes. Well, Caitlin Bonds, who's a new profiler and a very enthusiastic profiler, said Men in Black is my favorite Will Smith movie simply because he made something so outrageous seem like reality. He took everything we all know and love about alien movies, and he made it even better with his comical character. His performance made me want to fight alien crime, alien crime and have my own neuralizer. Well, people live on YouTube right now are talking about Suicide Squad, which is interesting because Margot Robbie and Will Smith, who star together in Focus, right. also starring in Suicide Squad. And I think it's really interesting that Will Smith is going down this road. And yeah. I think it'll be good. It'll be good. He's going back into the comic genre because, of course, he was Hancock, yes. which wasn't really based on a you know comic character that is familiar. But uh, Suicide Squad, it's got a great cast. Jared Leto as the Joker. That's yeah. going to be very, very good. I think that'd be interesting. And uh, Will Smith is definitely in the the process of recreating his career. Yes. It's um, great. He talked to us a little bit about that, too. We'll get to that. And now it's time for Quiz Show. Quiz Show. Okay, the time has come. <laughs> I had to find a new one. because. All right. Can I hit you already. up first? <laughs> yeah. All right. In the pursuit of happiness... When Will Smith solves Rubik's Cube in the taxi. That was what I was going to ask you. Oh, no. I was just going to ask you about the Rubik's Cube, but uh, what's the next okay, thing? Okay, but, but yeah, my follow-up yeah. is what movie poster is on top of the cab that he is in? Oh, I don't know. Is it Raiders of the Lost Ark? Is it Raging Bull? <laughs> is it The Empire Strikes Back? Or is it ordinary people? I know this is tough. Raging Bull. Oh my god, you are so good that? at this, Leash. Oh my god. Damn, I just I was, can't stop this person. The, the the ones I had were either what is his company called, which you already said, um, about him doing eight uh, highest-grossing films in a row, about him playing Neo, and then about him playing the Rubik's Cube. So there you go. So that's we it. Covered each well, other. Speaking of Rubik's Cube, did you ever did you ever solve it? No. Did you I ever just play it? Took off the stickers and put them. Ah, oh, you cheated! <laughs> I couldn't do it. It's really I could hard. most I could get was like two sides. But Will Smith can do it. He did it in the movie and then he's done it on TV since. Oh, he did it Impressive. in the movie for real? Yeah. No kidding. Impressive. Wow. Very, wow. very cool. Well, move it on. Move it along. Too fast five coming in number three is. I can fix this. I can save everybody. Oh, I, I am, am legend. legend. Boy, I love this movie. Released December 14, 2007. Directed by Francis Lawrence. I'm going to say this is my personal favorite Will Smith movie. Uh, it won Will Smith Best Actor from the Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Horror. Cost $150 million to make. Box office worldwide, $585 million. Well, I think this is a really understated role for Will Smith. And as we were mentioning before, or alluding to, this one he has to carry it pretty much by himself for and a lot does. of the movie he's by himself yeah and he's great i think he he does this great mixture of of being the hero in this role but also you can tell the fear that he has you can feel the guilt that he has of being a survivor and the fact that he's desperate to find a cure that moment in the bathtub oh, yeah. when he's got the dog and the gun and he's shaking you can hear the infected outside it's scary it's, it's really scary. scary it's like a post-apocalyptic science fiction horror film it's exactly what it is it's an intense but it's also it's fun 
but it did take itself seriously. It struck just the right balance. Great action, great special effects, especially all the scenes like in deserted New York. Yeah, but what's cool. great about this film is that the acting, the emotion, everything is so much better than a movie like this even deserved. Mm. Like like the everything about the film, <laughs> they really killed it, no pun intended. You know, it just really uh, they they didn't take it too jokey. Yeah, I mean they really it, it it gets it. That's why I loved it. That's what I really love about yeah, it. And did time. you notice in Times Square, Batman versus Superman, the billboard? Yes, I remember when the film was announced that they were going to be doing Batman versus Superman. That went viral. It was like, look, it was it was foresaw foreseen. It was foreseen. It was foreseen in uh, 2007. 2007 in I Am Legend. That's pretty amazing. And the release date for Batman versus Superman, the billboard said coming March 15th, 2010. So we had to wait. So we had know, to wait. An extra six but, years, but that's all well, right. you know what? They called it. They, they called, called it. it. This movie called it. And back in 2007, when I reviewed the movie, uh, I called it a cross between Castaway and 28 Days Later. Uh, a one-man show for Will Smith. The two-time Oscar nominee carries the weight of the world on his shoulders without breaking a sweat okay maybe he sweats a little as it is his unforgettable <laughs> toward the force performance is a lot stronger than a film like this deserves it's hard to imagine anyone pulling it off quite like will smith and seeing as how he saved the world in films like independence day men in black and i robot it's obvious that the world could not be in better hands well this is the third feature film adaptation of richard matheson's 1954 novel there was the Last Man on Earth in 1964 and then 1970s, The Omega Man. And it took a long time. I remember they were working on this film back in the 90s yep. and then it went through various cast members. Schwarzenegger for a while there was attached with Ridley Scott, Ridley Scott directing, which would have been completely different. Tom Cruise and Mel Gibson were considered for the role. And also Will Smith wanted Guillermo del Toro to direct it, but then he decided to do Hellboy, Hellboy 2, 2 instead. Yeah. But I could imagine Guillermo doing it. What's interesting about this movie is that it is scary and it's quite dark. At the same time, it's weirdly enjoyable to watch. It's Yeah, you can't take your eyes off the it's, film. Yeah, it's like you can't say it's fun, but it's, um, it's entertaining. It's entertaining. Like the scene holds you throughout the whole thing. When Sam runs into the dark uh, oh, warehouse, scary. and 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 Robert Neville, the character played by Will Smith, goes in after him, and he's like has his, the light on his, on his rifle, and he's like Sam, 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 come on, Sam. Yeah, he was you like, you are fear. so you're, you feel the fear, yeah. And then he's like, Sam, let's go, let's get out of here, go, go, go. And the minions are going after him. It is such a great movie. And there's an alternate ending online which you can watch, which apparently is is more faithful to the book, so it deviated from the book. So they figure out that the male zombie who's bashing himself against the window just wants to stop the testing on the female zombie rather than kill everyone. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah so I wonder why they didn't put that in there. Interesting to watch. Also, it's like the flashback uh, scene, do you remember, with the Brooklyn Bridge being yeah. blown up? Oh, yeah. That cost $5 million. It was the most expensive part of the movie. And the little kid who plays his daughter in the movie, Willow Smith, of course. Will Smith, of course. Will's always very good to his children. Well, let me ask you a question. If you were the last person on the face of the earth, yes. what city... Would you want to be in just to kill time? Oh, that's a good one. Good one, right? Um, are we talking like zombie apocalypse or just just relax? last person? Yeah, no one's after you. No one's going to kill you. No one's going to eat your brain. Uh, I think I'll go to some exotic island. You know, somewhere that uh, cast away, maybe. Yeah, right. <laughs> but with more tools. Right, more tools, more food. But Wilson. A beach. Yeah, if I could have Wilson as a buddy or a dog as a buddy, where there you would you go. go? There you go. I don't know. I think I kind of like to live in New York by myself. Just, just roam around? Roam around, do whatever I want. Yeah. You know, without the wildlife, without the zombies, without the mutants. But if there is zombies, I'm joining them straight away. You're just like, ah, not even going to bother. Yeah. yeah, you would not last long in The Walking Dead, I don't think. No, I'm going to join them straight away, and you'll have to kill me. Oh, shoot her in the head. Yep. Dernie Birdsall says, I Am Legend is one of the more underrated Will Smith films. He's the only character for 70% of the time and is able to keep the audience engaged all the way through. It shows how good of an actor he is when he's acting across a mannequin, begging, please say hello to me! And it brings <laughs> tears to my eyes to see a man that lonely. The film may not be perfect, but Will Smith definitely is. 
I love this movie. I don't understand why anybody's putting it down. I know Joshua Willingham says one of, one of the saddest moments is when he has to kill the dog. Why is it so hard emotionally when animals die? But I generally feel no remorse when people die in films. I am the same. I'm the same way. I only cry in movies when, when animals die. An animal is involved, especially a dog or a cat. And a lot of people on YouTube saying that it's a it's a mixture between people loving I'm Legend and then other people saying I don't think it's that good. Interesting. I, I loved it from the start, I did but too. I remember it being mixed. Dan Skip Allen says, I'm Legend is the third movie based on Richard Matheson's novel about the last man on Earth. Will Smith brings more humanity to the role of Robert Neville than his predecessors, Vincent Price or Charlton Heston, in their movies. The German Shepherd is one of the best animal actors in movies ever. This is definitely one of the best roles of Will Smith's career. And did you know... Will Smith fell so in love with Abby. Oh, the dog, the dog Sam, that yeah. he tried to buy her from her trainer, and her trainer said no. Trainer wasn't having it. And one of my friends on Twitter pointed that out to me, one of the profilers. So, oh, cool. Yeah, it's true. Oh, I, who I wouldn't would fall say. in love with that dog? I know. Well, let's move on to the others, because there are other great Will Smith movies that didn't make her top five. Mm -hmm. What do you got? Six Degrees of Separation. Of course. 1993. Very different role to his other films. Very dialogue-driven. You can tell it comes from a play. Oh. But Will Smith is very charming until the twist. I think it's worth rewatching. I like Enemy of the State from 1998, directed by Tony Scott. Yeah, this I like is that the, too. The conversation on wheels. <laughs> it's a fun movie, and Smith has great chemistry with Gene Hackman, who may or may not be playing the character from the conversation. He's certainly wearing his glasses. Spiritual sequel. A to spiritual the sequel to the conversation. What else? Uh, Bad Boys Two. I know that Josh McCougar, Wild Man from Guilty Mood Pleasures, will kill me if I don't. Shout out to his favorite movie, which he thinks we should choose for number one, 2003. Whoa. I actually really like Bad Boys 2, but I wouldn't go that far. He says it's the perfect balance of action, comedy, romance, family, and car chases. Yeah, I didn't like Bad Boys 2 as much as Bad Boys 1. <laughs> I liked it better. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. we differ the on The chemistry this one. between the two. I don't know, and I think I like those gangsters better in the second. Well, I loved Hitch from 2005. Yeah. Really plays to Will Smith's strengths as a charming sort of ladies' man with all the answers. Great chemistry with Kevin James, and it's a romantic comedy with Ava Mendez. A lot of fun. Uh, what else? I, Robot. I, Robot. Good. 2004, I'm all right. On that. Yep. I just really like a story where a robot goes bad. Oh, sure. I enjoy these ones. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like a good bad robot story. Yeah. I loved, uh, well, I didn't love it, but a movie that I think is underrated, that I that moved me back in 2000, was The Legend of Bagger Vance. I never saw that. Okay. It's a very good film uh, with Charlie Theron and Matt Damon. Uh, and Will Smith plays like a, a spiritual caddy who helps Matt Damon get his game back. Mm. Uh, but what's interesting about the film is that Jack Lemmon played the older version of Matt Damon's character, and at the end of the movie spoiler alert jack lemon dies and goes off to heaven with will smith mm -hmm. and this is the last movie that jack lemon ever made Aww. so that scene is very very deep and profound knowing what what happens sad i love jack lemon the apartment one of my faves well charlotte barraclough says one of my other favorite will smith movies seven pounds and firstly she says hi guys my first comment on this facebook page i'm a new fan and look forward to profiles every week thanks charlotte i love seven pounds will smith is fantastic in the film as a man who has nothing left to live for and wants to make amends for his past mistakes his performance is so heartbreaking and i can't help but cry every time i watch that film that's a good movie that is a good movie one more good film underrated film not perfect but still fun and entertaining is hancock from 2008, directed by Peter Berg. I was looked at this movie as, remember Superman 3? Not a great film, yeah. but the best part about it is when Superman went bad. Yeah. What if they made a whole movie out of that? And that's what Hancock is. He's a superhero who fun. went bad, and it's fun. And uh, in the review I wrote back in 2008, uh, it's more of an interesting movie than an entertaining one, but it's an unusual change of pace after the more basic one-two punch of back in 2008. Iron Man and the Incredible Hulk, it's saving grace as Will Smith, and even his mediocre movies, this is interesting, even his mediocre movies have been entertaining ones, Witness Men in Black 2, uh, as he, as much as he tries to set up his heroic image 
damage by playing an unlikable character, <laughs> his vulnerability shines through enough to make him thoroughly engaging. Yeah, he's never truly unlikable. No, well, you can't. on our Facebook page, uh, Profiles with Malone and Mance, every week our profilers play a little game called The Brackets, where they pit two movies against each other and they vote which one they think they should it should win. So this time they said vote for your favourite Will Smith movie. Steve Zissou said this, not the best movie, so uh-huh. favourite. So the final four came down to Men in Black versus Independence Day and then I Am Legend versus Ali. The final matchup, Men in Black versus I Am Legend. Which one do you think won? I'm going to say Men in Black. Yeah. Men in Black won over I Am Legend. I'm down with Men that. Men in Black. I get that. Here's Profiler's favorite favorite movie. And if you want to join in on the fun and play these brackets, please do go to our Facebook page, which is Profiles with Malone and Mance. It's on Facebook. Go there. Join in on the fun. Please give us a like while you're there. Please go to iTunes and subscribe to our podcast profiles. Rate and review us. We need these ratings and reviews to survive. Please go to iTunes, rate and review us. Make sure you catch us on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's youtube.com backslash popcorn talk network. Yes, and For we now, do this live. We do Tuesdays. this live on Tuesdays at three o'clock. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm going to say what I said at the near the top of the show. In order for us to survive, we want the show to grow we want to get more views the only way we're going to get more views is if you share profiles with everyone you know it don't think someone else is going to do it and don't just tune in and just be okay that was great we really need your help to survive please share profiles so we can get more views and more listens on itunes very very important and of course make sure you follow me and alicia on twitter she's at alicia malone i'm at movie mance Mm -hmm. and follow profiles at profiles sk good work man way to go you got it all got it profilers assemble assemble (laughs) now we get to fast five number two which is you my poser when i want freedom you my poser when i want justice you my poser when i want equality Ali. Ali smokes like a butter floats like a butterfly, stings like a bee. Released December twenty fifth, two thousand one. Directed by Michael Mann. Uh, interesting. The movie cost one hundred and seven million to make. Worldwide box office was only eighty eight million. Uh, not intended to be like a box office crowd pleaser like mm. his earlier films. Uh, but I will say that in Ali. Uh, Will Smith had never challenged himself before or I would say even since as an actor. I agree and although it didn't do that well commercially it did really well critically people saw Will Smith in a completely different light. He trained for a year to play this role and not just the boxing but also everything outside of the ring. He studied he did uh, Islamic studies and he did vocal coaching to get that cadence down and he sounds to me a lot like Muhammad Ali. He doesn't sound like Will Smith. Yeah you forget you're watching Will Smith. That's one of the things. I mean, Will Smith is similar to Tom Cruise where I watch him in a movie and I never quite forget that it's Will Smith. I'm willing to go along with whatever journey he takes me on, but I always know that that's Will Smith. Ali was one of the first times where I forgot it was Will Smith. He transformed. He really did transform. And the movie transformed too because it was not a boxing movie. This is a movie about a larger-than-life character, a complex character, trying to find the right balance of his talent and his purpose in life. And it's amazing how much he was at the forefront of things like the Civil Rights Movement and Vietnam War. I mean, he processed his Vietnam War. He uh, refused to get get drafted. Yeah, that's where that quote was from. And I'll tell you a personal story. In the late 60s, in Philadelphia, my dad was uh, in the men's room at a, at a restaurant with my my, my older brother. And uh, sure enough, there's Muhammad Ali. They're at the sink, you know, washing up. And yeah. my dad said to my brother, you know who that is? He goes, that's the greatest. So Muhammad Ali turns to my dad and says, you know, this is after he was stripped of his title. He goes, not anymore, I'm not. And my dad said to Muhammad Ali, he goes, you will always be the greatest. Wow, that's cool. Way to go, Dad. That's awesome. Very, Mr. very Matt. cool. I, I remember love it. Ali coming on Australian TV a lot, and he was always so entertaining. And that is one of the things that Will Smith did so well in this movie is getting that sense of a showmanship down. I mean, he came up with the best the best speeches the ever. Rhymes, the, yeah. rhymes the rhymes are so great. entertaining. And this movie, directed by Michael Mann, very stylish and very different for a biopic. It yep. feels 
surreal at times. The way it opens, it's quite dreamy. Yeah. You don't quite know what to hang, what you grasp onto. It's not a typical biopic, if that it's makes not, sense. I but totally agree with that. Yeah, I, it's I also, liked it. Like I said, it's not a typical long. boxing movie. It's a little long. It's two and a half hours long. Yeah. But I love the relationship between Howard Cosell and Muhammad Ali. It was a mutually beneficial relationship because they helped each other. Uh, you know, obviously Howard Cosell covering Ali and, and Ali yeah. respecting, even though he made fun of him it on camera with the yeah. toupee. <laughs> but uh, John Voight was fantastic. Definitely well earned in terms of his uh, Oscar nomination. Definitely. Brian and Fernandez profiler says main reason I love capital love Ali is because it was one movie that brought Will Smith to where he is now to see him portray the greatest quote unquote the greatest boxer of all time just blew my mind I hope he does more roles like that to challenge himself both as a person and as an actor Aww, that brings nice. us to our conversation the with Will moment Smith. of truth the movie is called Focus co-stars with Margot Robbie I thought this was a fun movie yeah it really surprised me surprising it's great. It is it's a like more, a heist movie it's a heist movie it's a cross between I, I saw it as a cross between Ocean's Eleven and Out of Sight yep that's and good comparison so it's a fun movie it opens February 28th we sat down with Will Smith to talk about Focus and his career in four minutes so here <laughs> is the conversation with Will Smith yeah. Will Smith, thank you so much for joining us on Profiles. This is yeah. so huge. We are so excited to have you I'm on our very show. Very happy to be here. Thank all you. right. So excited to talk to you. Watching your whole career because mm-hmm. we get to rewatch all the films as research. Oh, wow. Tough, tough job. <laughs> yeah, How would you say that Focus and playing this character is different from everything else you've done? Uh, you know, Focus is interesting. Focus is a huge transitional film for me. Um, and I, I haven't been able to articulate it uh, completely, but it's um, there, there's a lot of grown manness going on <laughs> in in focus, and I and I think that um, emotionally and intellectually and and spiritually, just as a person, I've grown. And this is the first film that I've done with a lot of new ideas and new perspectives and new outlooks on the world. I have a 14-year-old daughter now, you know, so it's like there's a whole different uh, perspective on life that I'm beginning to infuse my characters with. See, that's interesting because watching this film, I felt like it was a more mature role for you. Right. And I was wondering, no pun intended here, but what was it that made your focus... See what I did See, there? That was deep. You like that? That was, that like was almost deep. like a pun. <laughs> almost. <laughs> but what was it that sort of like major focus change away mm-hmm. from, you know, like the Men in Blacks and the ID4s and the uh, I Am Legends of the World? You know, it, it's um, it's just the things that are attractive to me now are reflecting new ideas, you uh. know. So at the center of this film the concept uh, and the the contrast of lying and loving was a really that's a strong idea that's sort of related to where I was in my life and that the the struggle in my life right now for uh, vulnerability and for complete authenticity to comfortably be me no matter what other people think and no matter whether or not being me leaves me at a number one movie or a number ten to not care. <laughs> right. Um, so that 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 transition was really similar to what was going on with Nikki Spurgeon in the in the film. Well, we always choose five of our favorite films from the artists we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Really hard with you because you have so many great movies. Oh, thank you, thank you. Are there any in particular that that feel extra special to you when you look back at everything? Uh, special for different reasons. I I, I think. Um, uh, artistically, uh, all around, the greatest success that I've ever had was the pursuit of happiness. Oh, sure. You know, I just think as a, it's like everything just went right mm. on the on the on the the pursuit of happiness. Um, I think emotionally, for me, uh, Ali, I got the, as far as a journey of making a film with the great cast that I got to work with and met Nelson Mandela and Muhammad Ali. Um, in Africa, you know, so, you know, that, I mean, that, that, that's, uh, that is a reason to become an actor. Everything was satisfied yeah. in that. Also got your first Oscar nomination yeah, for absolutely. Ali, your second for, for Pursuit, Pursuit of Happiness. Happiness. Good choices. Yeah. But what was it like for you waking up that morning and realizing you got a nomination for playing one of your heroes? Yeah, that, to, to me, the, the, you know, I've never been a, um, 
an awards-minded uh, person. For for me, I always focused more on for box office success was always more important to me because it felt like a when people go into their pocket yeah. and walk up to a counter and look up at the, the multiplex <laughs> and put their money down for yours. That's the biggest vote that you can get when people decide they want to spend their hard-earned money to see your movie is the biggest uh, the biggest vote of confidence, right? So, um, but an award is almost like it acknowledges all of the people involved with a project. So people suffer and there's times away from their families and all of that. And, and then even for Ali, it was for, for Ali, it was like an acknowledgement of, of his life and his, his suffering also. So it was, uh, it was beautiful for me in that way. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining us on Profiles. You see it, you're going to love it. I appreciate (laughs) you so much. Thank you so much. God bless. Well, we're whispering because we just want to ease you back into profiles yes now we can be like yes we interviewed will smith that was very cool how awesome what a nice guy he is such a nice guy he's such a pro but he thinks about his answers as well i mean it's quite interesting when we go in to do these interviews for profiles because they don't know that we're gonna bombard them with questions about their career right so all of a sudden we sit down and we're like tell us about the film that you made a long time ago but he was fantastic he was great he was very gracious Oh. Oh, and we got some audio going on here. I don't know. I don't have my audio up. Oh, uh, that's my phone. That's... That was my phone, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry. That'll teach me to have my phone. I was ready to blame it on JT. No, no. Blame this guy here. But it's all good. But I mean, he was was so so cool. He was so nice. And and again, you know, big thanks to Warner Brothers and his personal rep for Mm -hmm. making sure that we had time to talk to him about his about his movie and about his career. It was a big deal for us to get this four profiles. And by the way, I love how at the end you're like... Will, you're going to love our episode of Profiles. You're always selling it. I I'm love trying that. to sell it. I'm even trying to sell it to Big Willie himself, Will Smith. Yeah, you're like, you love our episode. Well, that brings us now to our number one movie on our Fast Five, which is... Don't ever let somebody tell you you can't do something. The Pursuit of Happiness. Pursuit of Happiness, my favorite Will Smith movie. And this is a movie that someone on uh, on on YouTube before we started said, "I don't think Malone's going to pick this movie as our number one," <laughs> and it is our number one movie. I so, know. I saw ha! that, and I thought, if if you know my sensibilities at all when it comes to film, this is the one you would choose. <laughs> Interesting. Yes. You know, I'm not that. I mean, I like action, but. Yeah, this is a, it's like a drama. This. It's character driven. It's deep. It's inspiring. It's a feel good movie. It's a crowd pleaser. Released December fifteenth, two thousand six. Uh, based on a true story, cost fifty five million to make. Box office worldwide for a movie like this to make three hundred and seven million dollars worldwide. That is really impressive because it is not an action movie. It is not a science fiction film. Once again, produced by Will Smith's company, Overbrook Entertainment. But it is a sweet film. It's endearing. It's heartfelt. It's a crowd pleaser. And Will Smith is just, it's a terrific, terrific performance. It is. He brings so much to the role. He brings vulnerability. It's heartbreaking to watch him. It's inspiring as well to see the struggle. And I think that everyone can relate to this this story because even if you're not homeless, even if you're just trying to make your dreams come true and you have to go through struggle a bit. I remember when I moved here and I had no money in the bank and I had to, you know, just eat whatever, but get there in the end. And and this is a, a reminder for that pursuit of happiness because the end result of following your dreams is so worth it when it comes to it. And Will Smith, I think it, it helped a lot that I know people talk about how he cast his children a lot. But it really helped in this case. And Jaden, who was eight years old, he was wonderful. Yeah, he was terrific. He was so cute. Yep. So sweet. And then the scenes between them, obviously, they have that chemistry. Obviously, it brought out a lot in Will Smith's performance to have his son yeah. in the role. And in his Rolling Stone interview back in 2006, Peter Travers said, Smith's role needs gravity, smarts, charm, humor, and a soul that's not synthetic. Smith brings it. He is the real deal. And you just can't do better. Than that. I know, and I was reading a review which said about how it it shows the struggle of everyday life, and it makes you remember how close everyone is to that. 
Right. Well, it's true. Close to the edge. A lot of people are just two or three paychecks away from being in a situation like Smith's character is. And that it's scary. scene with um, his son in the bathroom yeah. and someone's knocking on the door and it's scary and and he he feels bad. But I think for for the kid, uh, the real life child, he said he doesn't really remember those times and he thought it was it was fun to be right. with his dad. Well, Billy Pollahan says, Hi, Scott and Alicia. I love Hi. the pursuit of happiness because this was the first dramatic role I'd ever seen Will Smith do. He delivers an Oscar-worthy performance, and even his son, Jaden, was fine in the movie. <laughs> it got me and my dad to cry together. He looked at me at the end of the movie, and he said, Don't let people tell you that you can't do something. That bathroom scene made me cry like a baby. But the fact that this was a true story also shows the great things we can do as humans, no matter what circumstances we live in. Will Smith proved he isn't just a good actor. He's a great actor. Hashtag profiler for life. Thanks, Billy. Way to go, Billy. Seb Lacey says, The Pursuit of Happiness is my favorite Will Smith role just because he's not saving the world. He's trying to be a good dad. It's probably his most grounded role and it's heartbreaking to see a man and his son reduced to sleeping on a bathroom floor. And while I like confident Smith, flawed Smith is even better. Totally agree with that. Totally agree with that. And that brings us to the end of episode number 25 of Profiles. Wow. To recap our Fast Five, coming in at number five, Independence Day. Yep. Number four, Men, Men in, in Black. Black. Number three, I, I Am Legend. Legend. Number two, Ali. Ali. Number one, The Pursuit, the Pursuit of, of Happiness. happiness. And, and what have we got next week? Next week, well, next week we are taking a break because next weekend is the Oscars and we are quite busy. So busy. We are so thrilled that award season is almost over, but we just need to just take one break while we get past the Spirit Awards and the Oscars, and then we'll be back. And as for who we'll be back with, mm. who was our next profile going to be? Well, we haven't figured that out yet. We'll let you know. So if you go to our Facebook page, Profiles with Malona Mance, we will announce there who we're going to profile next, and we should get some suggestions from people too, people that uh, you guys really want to see us delve into well i would love to do a profiles on the beatles <laughs> yeah. movies maybe not next time but i feel like I, I feel like you're you're amenable to that right whereas i'd love to do more classic stuff i'm down with that let's do marlon brando let's do oh, marlon monroe says sylvester stallone <laughs> maybe even arnold schwarzenegger we're that's our jam too yeah. that's what's great about profiles so please like i said couple of times already make sure you share profiles with everyone even if you don't think it's going to help trust us it will so we'll be back in two weeks go to our facebook page profiles with malona mance we will announce the next profile there and like it so you find out who it is first until next time bye, bye. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.